My name is Adam Ashton. This is the podcast about podcasts, where I want to speak with great podcasters to find out how they do what they do. Today, I'm speaking with Gretchen Rubin. She's the author of multiple best-selling books, namely The Happiness Project and a habits book called Better Than Before, and she's the host of the podcast Happier with Gretchen Rubin. She co-hosts it with her sister, and they talk about all things happiness. Together, they've done 130 episodes at the time of recording that are your 30 to 40 minute regular conversations. She's also done a whole bunch of little happier episodes, which are two or three minute stories, which I reckon are awesome. Great books, great podcast, great person, Gretchen Rubin. You're going to learn a lot from this. Check it out. I'm Gretchen Rubin. I'm a writer, and I have a podcast called Happier with Gretchen Rubin, where um, with my co-host, who is also my sister, Elizabeth Kraft, we talk about happiness, good habits, human nature. Um, it's basically everything about how to make your life happier. And uh, my sister's also a writer. She's a very successful TV writer in Los Angeles. She has another podcast um, called Happier in Hollywood, which is about how to be happier in Hollywood. But together, we just try to come up with ideas and strategies for just how to make your life better. Fantastic. And there's a, it's certainly an um, important topic, making your life better and being happy. And you've got a, a lot of episodes. Is there a, How much happiness stuff is there to talk about? Well, you know what? You'd think that you might run out. But what we found is sort of the more we talk about it, the deeper and richer it gets, mm, partly nice. because we hear from so many listeners. And now we get so many ideas and so many great examples and questions and suggestions for topics from listeners. And so that just sort of is constantly gaining speed. And the thing about happiness is it's everything. It's it's parenting. It's marriage and romance. It's uh, productivity. It's clutter. It's health and exercise it's you know beauty things like one of the biggest responses that we got to our amazement was when we talked about um we always have a try this at home which is like a short it's like an easy concrete thing that you can do as part of your daily life to make yourself happier it's just a suggestion something that you could try yourself and this was to to choose a signature color and bizarrely, neither Elizabeth nor I could commit to a signature color <laughs> but we were overwhelmed with people who just really loved this idea of the signature color and so happiness is a very big subject you know we can mm. cover can cover just about any anything interesting i find <laughs> yeah nice. have you have you managed to get a signature color yet or not not yet you know funnily enough i think my signature color is actually like the color wheel because i have become <laughs> upset at, because of because of all this stuff that we got from listeners and just thinking about color really for the first time in my life I have become obsessed with color. I now read gigantic, I've read like an enormous amount of literature about color and I'm going to write my own little book um, just for fun called My Color Pilgrimage. So I do not have a signature color. I think the color wheel is my signature color. I reckon that might, that might be cheating, I reckon. I think you're getting too many colors in there. <laughs> but that's oh, maybe, yeah. Well, and then some people were like, well, my I have a pattern, like stripes or polka dots or animal prints. And then other people were like, well, I have textures like denim or velvet and, uh, you know, or I like metallic. And so people really got into it, yeah. But yeah, usually nice. we talk about something that's more like, 
you know, like we every tenth episode we do a very special episode where we like we we do something different. We we mm. break from our usual structure, and like we did a whole episode about loneliness and the happiness stumbling block of loneliness, and that was really interesting. Like all the different kinds of loneliness, and how you might um, steps that you might take to deal with loneliness if you experience it, because certainly everyone's experienced loneliness many times in their lives. Mm, um, sure. Yeah. So so sometimes it's deep and sometimes it's more lighthearted. Uh, and I, I must admit, I like the uh, the little happier as well. So you've got your, your regular uh, episodes, you and your sister, which is sort of 30 to 40 minutes, and you've got your little happier, which are two or three minutes. Uh, is there any difference in um, popularity between those episodes or downloads or are they much of a muchness? I, you know, the, the, the longer episodes are slightly more popular. Mm. Um, and like you say, it's 40 minutes. It's with my sister and we have a very, um, like we just talk about a tried this at home. We give ourselves like a gold start and a demerit for things that we've done in our own life for our happiness. We have happiness hacks, which are like little things, maybe even stuff you buy that make people happier. Um, and then we talk about happiness stumbling blocks and how to know yourself better and things like that. Um, and then the little happier is just like a little story that I tell that kind of has a point. Mm. Um, so it's almost like a little, it's like a little teaching story. I love paradoxes, um, Cohen's, uh, aphorisms, epigrams, parables, secrets of adulthood, fables, anything that's like tries to distill a big idea into a short mm. space. So um, telling these little stories is is really fun for me. So they're pretty popular. Um, but I don't think they're quite as popular as the, the the longer one. And I think part of it is that sometimes when somebody's switching on a podcast, like they're like, I want to like, I want something to carry me through for a while. Like I'm, I'm, this is my commute. I don't want to fuss with it. I don't want it to be done right away. Mm. Um, but then sometimes it's nice to just have like a little bite size something. Yeah, that's interesting. Because uh, yeah, as I said, I really enjoy the uh, the short ones. Um, but most people I've spoken to who, if they have a long version and a shorter version. Um, the longer ones seem to be more popular. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and how did you get into the, the the happiness stuff? So, the podcast started at the start of 2015, if I'm correct. But you had, yes, uh, yes. you've got your books before that. I've got um, The Happiness Project in front of me, uh, which was uh-huh. 2010, 11. I don't even remember. <laughs> I never can remember when my books came out. That was like my fourth book. or you know. So, I'd been a writer a long time before that. I started out actually as a lawyer and um, and then switched to being a writer and then yeah the the happiness project is the book I'm I'm best known for so for a lot of a lot of people assume that was my first book um, so I had been writing and then once I got started in happiness it's just such as I said it's such an inexhaustible and and kind of multi-layered um, subject that I wrote the happiness project then I wrote happier at home which is all about like being happy but focused on your home because that's one of the few universals of happiness is almost everybody has an idea of home then I wrote a book called better than before that is about habit change because it turns mm-hmm. out that a lot of times what makes people unhappy is that they can't fix a habit and then and now my next book is coming out which is about the four tendencies which is about a personality framework that I kind of stumbled on that's very once you hear about it it's totally obvious out in the world um these four types that the whole world kind of divides into these four types of people and once you know your type you're much better able to manage yourself and then when you're uh when you when you know other people's types you're much better able to manage them so I've been sort of in this general happiness habits uh human nature area 
uh, for a while. And as you say, the podcast grew out of that. It was another way for me to connect with my audience. I, I, I think I'm principally a writer, mm-hmm. but it's really exciting for me to have this new way to um, to reach people who are interested in this my subject. Fantastic. And yeah, okay. Well, I think you sort of answered my next question. Why why podcasting? And is, so the, the podcasting is something you, get, you do it, um, as we sort of said, a lot of episodes, very regular. Uh, yeah. Is it something that's just ongoing forever or is there, is there ever an end point to it or just uh, you keep going until you've run out of happiness stuff, which is probably I never. Know. Yeah, I'm not – I mean, I can't – you can never say that you'll do everything forever, but um, but I can't foresee that we would mm. stop. We really love it. We literally have not taken a break since we started, which was in February 2015. So we have – you know, we have not even – we haven't had one repeat or one week off. Mm. Um, and so – and that's one of the advantages of doing it with my sister is like – there's just so much shorthand and you can, and like we let, don't, we never let ourselves get away with anything because we know each other so well. And, um, you know, like we can do, like we can plan it on the weekend, you know, um, because it's not like a business relationship. It's a business relationship, but it's also a personal relationship. So it's very easy um, to do it with my sister. And that makes it, I think that helps um, us to stay so, um, prolific with it yeah nice uh has there been any uh stumbling blocks or anything unexpected or what was tough about uh creating and building a a podcast well it took us a little while to sort of just like get our structure down both of us as i think maybe this is part of being a writer we loved we love structure so um once we had our pieces in place which we had really even before we launched but it took some thinking about like how many like how many segments per episode we wanted it to feel rich and like we were covering a lot of territory but mm-hmm. we didn't want it to feel like you were just being jerked around um and um you know and then one of the things that we did not anticipate um and uh which is like which is an aspect of podcast listening is especially once we'd gotten like six months out, a year out, we felt like, well, you know, if we talked about something, well, we talked about that a year ago. No one's going to remember. But what we found is that some people are, many people are completists. Uh-huh. And if they like your podcast, they'll go back to the beginning and listen to everything. And often they will binge listen. So they might be on a 12 hour car ride. They might listen to many, 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 many episodes back to back. And so we really are conscious of the fact that. We can't assume that just because something happened a long time ago for us, mm. that the listeners also experienced that a long time ago. It might be something very recent. And we see this all the time in comments and questions. People will often be like, oh, I was listening to episode 30. Well, episode 30 was, you know, 18 months ago. <laughs> you know, we're on like episode 129 now. So it was important for us to recognize how that people are completists. They will go back from the beginning and they will binge listen. And so they're going to listen to a lot of content. So we try to be conscious of like mixing it up and um, like not falling into kind of too much of a theme or a flavor or a mode because you want it to feel fresh and new. And we're always trying to – somebody told me something really wise when I was starting, which was you want to be consistent and you also want to surprise. And so we really try to do that. So we try to like – people really know what they're going to get, but then we do things where people are like, well, oh, I didn't – I you know um, – like one of our one of my favorite episodes was way back in episode ten. We did a live um, recording from my sister's closet because my sister is really messy, <laughs> and every time I see her, my whole life I've come over, I've cleaned her closet with her, and so we decided we would just record that and turned it into an episode. And it's just very funny. It's just me being me and her being her and us clearing out a closet together. 
And um, it's just so it's different. You know, it's not our usual thing, but it's nice to kind of uh, it's consistent with what we do, but it's also very different. So that was that was a good lesson to learn. Fantastic. Uh, the other podcast I do is. Uh with a mate, we read a book each week and, and review yep. the books. And one of the stories that keeps coming up is the parable of like the uh, the New York businessman who goes to try and the the Mexican fisherman, uh, and the New York businessman tries to tell him how to run his run his business. Uh, but uh, we, it's come up probably four times, and we keep telling it because we enjoy. It, but maybe people hear it four times in a row, so we better be conscious of that um, mm, <laughs> in future. Right. Uh, in in terms of uh, you, you mentioned there the consistent but surprising. Is there any other advice uh, for someone who was wanting to perhaps start or or improve their podcast? Well, I as it turns out, I actually have a manifesto that I did, um, which was when I was trying to figure out. I always am trying, like I said, I love when things are very distilled, or you know, so I'm constantly like making lists and making personal commandments and things like this. So here's my podcast manifesto in case it's useful to people. Um, one is to be consistent and also surprise. One is the more we reveal ourselves, the more others will connect with us, which is to remind us to be like to really show kind of our our idiosyncrasies and not to be um, not to try to be too vanilla, you know, mm. or too kind of uh, universal. One is beware of banter. I think, I don't know about mm. you, but I think this is something that many podcasters get carried away with is their banter. And to me, unless you're actually an improv comedian who's trained in how to be like hilarious and interesting, <laughs> you better be pretty clear that your banter is interesting. Yeah. Um, one is remember how people listen. This is just what we were talking about, things like um, completists and binging. Mm. Um, one thing that we've really seen, and this is so true, is that people love to learn which are we really have a learning podcast, but people also love to teach and to share. And some of our most successful episodes and segments have been when we've thrown something out to the listeners. Like we've said, like one was somebody said, like, I need a funeral reading. What's a good funeral reading? And so I put together like a PDF of all the funeral readings that readers had suggest listeners had suggested and made kind of a, a resource for people. Or like we'll say, this is a listener question and we're not sure what would you tell somebody like this? And then people uh. will like write in with their answers and then sometimes we'll do like we'll go through like 10 or 20 or sort of characterize how pe different ways that people responded and that's really interesting so people are they and they're like what's your happiness hack that people kept emailing us like oh here's this little thing that makes me so happy mm. finally we're like we got to have a segment about that because they're so satisfying mm. um one is that it's good to have fans but it's great to have a community so we're always trying to think of how do we turn fans into a community not just people who sit at home and listen but how do they feel connected to other their listeners um one is um to remember well this goes to the um revealing ourselves which is um a strong voice repels as well as attracts and you have to remember that if you put it out there some people are not going to like it you know uh -huh. and you just kind of and i remind myself of that of that as a writer um one is no deposit no return which is our podcast will only be as good as we put energy and effort into it that's mm -hmm. a reminder for us um, one is um, bring the outside world into the podcast. And so um, sometimes we have interviews, sometimes we'll have clips from TV shows or movies, sometimes we'll have music, uh, voice memos, uh, recorded listener questions, our producer will come in and say something. Um, my daughter has been on, um, you know, this <laughs> idea that you want, you don't want to get claustrophobic, you want to open it up from time to time. Mm. 
Um, and another one is we want volunteers, not recruits. And then if, you know, we want people, like if somebody's, you know, like if there's somebody like, oh, this would be a great interview. And then they're just like too hard to schedule. It's like, you know, we want volunteers, not recruits. Yes. So we're just going to let that go or whatever. You know, sometimes you're like, if this is not something that you want to do, we're not going to, we're not going to push it. Cause it's, it's just, there's only, there's only so much time and energy. So for sure with volunteers so those, those are those are my those are my podcasts and i will say this is an aspirational i cannot say that we do all this <laughs> certainly don't do this every time but it's clarifying to me to like write down sort of the distilled lessons um because then it's a way to evaluate what we're doing and saying are we are we allowing people to teach and share? Are we helping to build a community? Are we bringing the outside world in? Are we falling into banter, which is not interesting to anybody but us? Hmm. Uh, oh, here was something interesting. Somebody, when we were starting, somebody said to me, well, you know, you're going to have to have conflict because conflict is what is interesting. And I said, that is a problem because I literally have less conflict with my sister than <laughs> <Yeah>. anybody else <laughs> in my life. I have, you know... And what what we do have is differences. Uh, so I think if we were just exactly the same, it would be boring. But we're different from each other, and so we don't have to fight. Um, and we never do. We don't fight. We don't have conflict, but we do have differences. And so mm -hmm. that was very helpful for me to understand the nature of of our uh, kind of our relationship on the podcast. I reckon that's fantastic. I'm going to have to go back and listen to all that again a couple of times, I think. And that's a, probably a perfect way to, to leave it there. Uh, thanks so much. For that. that was, uh, yeah, awesome podcasting advice. Uh, I guess just to, to finish up, where can uh, people find more about you and uh, your podcast? And, and when does your new book come out? Oh, yes. So the podcast is called Happier with Gretchen Rubin. And that's where my sister, Elizabeth Kraft, and I talk about happiness, how to be happier. And my sister has another podcast called Happier in Hollywood, which she does with her writing partner and longtime like best friend from high school um, called Happier in Hollywood, which is hilarious. Even if you're not trying to make it in Hollywood, it's like all the all the stories and all the advice mm. is so glamorous and heightened because LA is such a crazy place. So that's Happier in Hollywood. That just launched recently. My new book is called The Four Tendencies. It comes out in September and it's all about a personality framework that divides people into four types, upholder, questioner, obliger, and rebel. And truly, I know people are like, you can't divide the whole world into four types. I argue that I can and it will <laughs> tell you a lot about yourself if you know what you are and know what other people are. And then you can find links to all this and t like just way more than you would ever want to look at or read or know about on my website, which is called GretchenRubin.com. And it, from there, you can find anything that you want. Uh, you can find book discussion things for my for the Happiness Project. You can sign up for my fantastic quotation of the day free newsletter, which is because I love quotations. So I put in I have a little quotation newsletter. Tons of stuff is there, GretchenRubin.com. Fantastic. Well, Gretchen, thanks so much and uh, all the best with the, the future of the podcast and the, and the brand new book coming out as well. Oh, well, thanks so much. It was so fun to talk to you. I appreciate you having me on your show. I hope you really enjoyed that interview with Gretchen Rubin. I loved it. I need to go back and listen and write down those tips. That's for sure. Check her out. The podcast is called Happier with Gretchen Rubin or you can find her at GretchenRubin.com.